0: Hello, and welcome to your Fairy God Mentor. This is the show that inspires, encourages, educates, and supports expected couples who desire to confidently navigate pregnancy, birth, and finding balance in an unbalanced world. I am Angie Taylor, the mother of nine with two degrees in natural health. I'm also a birth insider, knowing the ins and outs of the birth industry and all of the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've worked with expectant couples since 2003 in a variety of roles, including birth educator, birth doula, home birth midwife, breastfeeding support, and life coaching. Sit back and enjoy hearing about all the things you never knew you never knew. Hello and welcome to today's episode. You are getting just me, Fairy God Mentor. Today, I hope to help dispel the confusion surrounding three terms uh, doula, midwife, and birth keeper. So, I have I know a lot of doulas that are being hired, and the expectation is for them to do things that midwives do, and so it's very confusing for a lot of people. A doula is not an inexpensive midwife doulas and midwives actually do completely different things, although they do overlap. So for instance, most midwives did start as a birth doula, okay? So because of that, they do know comfort measures. They do know distraction measures. They do know optimal positioning of the baby. They do know all of these things, okay? And depending on who your midwife is will depend on how early in your birthing process she arrives. But a birth doula is typically called in sooner rather than later for your birth experience. A lot of birth doulas will begin meeting with you somewhere towards the end of your pregnancy. Okay, they help to support your educational journey and help to prepare you for what's going to happen. They teach you some comfort measures, rebozo, as well as massage techniques. Some of them carry essential oils, some of them don't. So this is basically a person to support the birthing woman and her sweetheart over the course of the birth process, whether they're in a hospital or a birth center or at home, and whether or not there is an obstetrician or midwife involved or even present. They're typically the first on the scene if you have hired one. A birth doula is never there to replace the father except in instances where he's either not present because he's out of town or something has happened in the relationship or he needs a break of some kind to go to the bathroom, to get something to eat, to take a nap. When he returns, his place is given back to him. So a birth doula is not just there for the pregnant woman. Uh, during her birthing process in the end of her pregnancy. She is also there for the expectant father uh, to help teach him things that he needs to know to kind of be that person in the room that he can look to when he's wondering, is everything okay? Do I need to do something? Do I need to step in? Um, so a birth doula is oftentimes that person that he can look to for a reassuring look or a nod that everything is fine, this is normal. Okay, because most men haven't ever seen birth. They've never experienced it prior to their first. And they've got questions. It is in a man's DNA to be her knight in shining armor. We cannot deny him that. It is part of who he is biologically. Okay, so oftentimes, her sweetheart thinks she needs to be saved when She needs to just have space and for people to allow her and her body to work together to help bring this tiny human into the world, okay? And so a birth doula can help support the dad in knowing everything is okay, giving him information if he's got any questions about what's going on, rather than pulling the mother out of her birth brain or the limbic brain as she's giving birth. A birth doula's job is never, I'll say that again, never get in between the expectant couple and their chosen care provider. So if the birth doula believes that a doctor, a nurse, a midwife is trying to push something on their client, it is not the birth doula's job to interfere in that moment. This is why it's a great idea for there to always be some kind of code word or sentence to help the expectant couple indicate to the doula what they need from her. For instance, when I was doing doula work, I always had my clients ask for lemonade or say something like, oh, lemonade sounds so good right now. That was my signal to help move the care provider out of the room so that we could have a conversation because the expectant couple had questions. And in that moment, they didn't feel strong enough to voice what they wanted to voice without making things worse. Just something to help interfere with the conversation that was happening. Um, And then I would typically just ask the provider, is it okay for them to have a conversation before they answer your question? Now, in most cases, the answer is yes, that that is fine. And so they would leave the room and give some privacy for the couple to have that conversation. All too often, when something's happening in the heat of the moment, we think that that means that something a decision has to be made right now. But oftentimes it doesn't. Okay. So it is not the doula's job to tell anybody off. It is not the doula's job to remove from the expectant couple their responsibility to answer questions and to make decisions. If there's ever a need to move a provider out of the room, make sure that there is some kind of code that the expectant couple and the doula know as a heads up, we need to talk before I answer this question. Then after the provider is out of the room, the doula's job is to answer questions, not to dictate what the couple should choose to do. A birth doula is there to help remind expectant couples of the risks and the benefits of everything being offered to them, to help remind the couple of what their original goals were, and to check in to see if anything has changed. Remember As an expectant couple, there is intuition at play all the time. So if at any time mom or dad feels like something's not right, it is the doula's job to ask the question, what has changed? How can I help you? A doula is there to support the expectant couple, not to take over, not to become an authority figure over the expectant couple. So that's another difference between a doula and a midwife. Now with that said, a midwife is also not there to completely discount a mother's intuition. There are times in which things happen and a woman makes a decision that she feels is coming from her intuition, but it was actually coming from fear. And if we don't know how to teach her to know the difference, that is on us as a birth professional. Okay, It is our job as a birth professional to support the expectant woman when she says that there is something bothering her. Either, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here, I don't know what's going on, but we need to help her figure out what that is and where it's coming from. Instead of just discounting it, oh, it's your first, or it's your first time after so many inductions or C-sections. So, you know, you're, you're okay. I, I simply cannot overtake her intuition. That's not my job. It's my job to work on becoming intertwined with her intuition so that I know when she is getting an intuitive hit and I can ask questions that help her to determine where that's coming from. Is it intuition or is it fear? And then it is my job to support her in whatever it is that she feels needs to happen next. This is true for a doula, a midwife, and a birth keeper. Now, a midwife functions, I was gonna say exactly like an obstetrician, but not really. She doesn't know surgery, okay? Um, midwives know birth as it pertains to normality. So the physiological aspects of birth, how it is supposed to unfold when it's left alone. They also know when it has become pathological, meaning it's medical, we may or may not need help from the hospital. Because I say may or may not, Oftentimes, there are things that midwives know how to do that help to take the pathological process of birth and switch it back into a physiological form of birth, okay? Midwives also know when they need to transfer to a hospital. They know whether or not an ambulance has time to come or whether or not they need to be getting mom and dad into a vehicle and headed to the hospital, Okay, doulas are not trained in cervical examination, taking blood pressures, doing urinalysis or anything else that a woman experiences during a prenatal visit. Midwives are. Midwives are to understand, why do I pause? Okay, I was going to say midwives understand prenatal nutrition, but the sad fact of the matter is there is a growing number of midwives who do not understand prenatal nutrition. They do not understand why it needs to be a specific way. They do not understand why there needs to be a lot of salt. They do not understand that prenatal nutrition is all about blood volume expansion. Okay, that does not mean that all midwives are that way. But there are a growing number of midwives who do not understand the significance of prenatal nutrition. You should expect your midwife to teach you about prenatal nutrition. To be taking your blood pressure, doing a urinalysis, don't get upset with her if she refuses to do a cervical exam, simply because it is not evidence-based. There's a lot of things that are done by obstetricians in the hospital that are not evidence-based. So (laughs) if you're working with a really good midwife, she is going to explain to you what she does and what she does not do, and she is going to help direct you to the evidence that shows why she is making these decisions. That's, that's all cleared up, right? Midwives will charge exponentially more than a birth doula. So if you think that hiring a birth doula for $500 that you're getting a really cheap midwife, no, a doula is not a midwife. Although a midwife can also be a doula. Okay, <laughs> clear as mud. Anyway, if you're hiring a midwife in the capacity of a birth doula, she's going to explain to you what that means and what is included in that fee. So don't think that you can cross that line into having her serve you as a midwife without there being additional fees attached. So let's talk about what is a birth keeper. This is a great question. What is a birth keeper? This is a brand new term that's come on the scene over the last five years, I think. So birth keepers are typically midwives who do not want to be associated with midwives that have become very medical. So when somebody says to you that they are a birth keeper, they should be able to do all of the things that a midwife does. So teach you about prenatal nutrition check your blood sugar, check your blood pressure, do a urinalysis, all of those things, they should know how to do. The biggest difference is they respect your right to body autonomy and most of them understand what trauma-informed care is. They know that the woman is in charge and they place her in charge early on, reminding her that their care is directed by her. This is as it should be. It is a physiological process of the body, okay? There is seldom need for help during a healthy birthing process, meaning the mother learned early on what prenatal nutrition is, why it's vitally important to get everything that her body needs in the way of salt and protein and calories from really good sources So when a mom has done that, she's created a very good foundation for a wonderful birth experience to occur. Typically in these types of situations, there's very little bleeding post-birth, but your midwife and your birth keeper would know what to do in the case of bleeding post-birth and determining whether or not it's a hemorrhage or just naturally occurring bleeding. Sometimes women just bleed post-birth. And we don't fully understand that part. I just want you to be aware of that. We do not understand birth and physiological function during the birthing process 100%. Okay, we're we're still learning things. What we do know is we know how to properly feed a pregnant woman. Remember, if you've listened to my podcast about prenatal nutrition, And you know that we know, and you just simply go and search out Dr. Brewer Pregnancy Diet to learn all the things. You can also go to my website and click on the tab that says Pregnant, and then choose the page that says Prenatal Nutrition and Exercise. And there you will have access to a weekly nutrition tracker that you can print off and use and just check the boxes and you will be getting all of the protein, all of the salt, and all of the calories that your body will need for the blood volume expansion of 60% by the end of the pregnancy in order to have an amazing birth experience. Okay, birth was not meant to be a scary thing it becomes a scary thing because we don't talk about it anymore. We, we make it mystical and we have led women to believe that, oh, you your body might not start the birthing process because every woman I know has to be induced. But I will tell you this, when you are working with someone who fully trusts and understands the process, birth absolutely does start all on its own And things go beautifully. So now the question that you have to answer for yourself is, do you want or need a birth doula? And will you be using a birth keeper or a midwife if you're choosing to birth outside of the hospital? Now that I've said that, some of you are probably thinking, but there are midwives who work in the hospital. Yes, there are. They're referred to as certified nurse midwives. And they are pretty medical. Okay, and in most states, they are what they can and cannot do for you is dictated by the state, by their licensing and certifying board, as well as by the obstetrician with whom they typically must be working. Certified nurse midwives can also do home births, but in every single case, their licensing and certification board will be tying their hands and dictating to them what they can and cannot do for you. If you haven't yet, listen to my episode titled, It Doesn't Prove Competence, to better understand why you want to still ask questions and know what you want from your birth experience before just hiring someone. Because just because they're licensed or certified doesn't mean they're competent. To be in your birth space. If you have any questions, as always, reach out to me. I would love to chat with you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more about me, your fairy god mentor, simply go to angie AngieTaylorFairyGodMentor.com.